Hey. Yes, guys, welcome back to another Hope podcast, which means what, Brad? Helping other people everywhere. Uh, I mean, enthusiasm. Helping other people everywhere. Love that, love that. Excellent. Yeah, guys, keep liking, subscribing, sharing. Back with another one. Hope you liked the last one we did with Hacks. That was a good one. That was a good one, isn't it? Yeah, it was good. Good, I enjoyed that. It was, it was decent, it was decent. So, um, like I said, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, and, you know, just all of that stuff. But um, today we have our first woman, or female. I don't know, I don't want to get that wrong. We're not, I'm not allowed to call him one of, one of them. What? Woman? Woman or, or female. One of them, watch. I, I'm going to ask her, I'm going to ask her. Yeah, anyway, we got, our first, we got our first one on a podcast. We have Audrey from Receipts Podcast. Audrey, 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 formerly known as Ghana's finest. Yeah, that's a social media handle. But um, I'm just gonna bring her in now. Have a good old chit chat with this bundle of joy. Let me just bring her in now. There she is. But you need to shave this beard off, you know. Why are you hating for? No, you actually need to shave it off. Add Harvey. Yeah, Aud. Hi. Hello. Yeah, no, what's going on? I was just telling Brad that he needs to shave his beard off. So why? I like right. it. Thank you. What are you just it's saying? good. Oh, uh, cheers, mate. Yeah. Cheers. So, um, also, thank you very much for doing this. By the way, Audrey. Pleasure. I've only been trying to get you on for like three months. I know, I know, but I'm here now. That's all that matters. It's going to be good. <laughs> all right, I'll let you know if it's good. Before we start. The question that you asked, what we can't, can and can't say. We, oh, we were just introducing you, right? And he said this is our first woman, female, that we're having on the pod. What did he say? First woman, and then he said female, that we're having on the pod, and he wasn't sure that he could say evil. No, you can't say female. See? Really? Yeah, female is... Um, we don't use that anymore to describe <laughs> women because it basically is... Um, What's the word? It takes away the humanity from a woman when you say female. So female is what we used to describe animals and stuff like that and like non-living things. So it's actually, it's quite offensive to use the word female. So if you can try and remove it from your vocabulary, that would be amazing. Unless you are in fact talking about a female cat or a female dog. But when you're referring to woman, you should try and just use woman. And when you're and even when you're writing woman, you shouldn't write woman with an A, you should put an X instead of an A. <laughs> because the X is inclusive of all women, including trans women. So that's just something to bear in mind. You know what? We should leave this in because a lot of people. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it in. But do you know uh, for the record, for the record, though, I said woman. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's the correct terminology. Yeah, I knew that. Female, female is very offensive. I didn't know that. But, but mm, I, that's okay. Yeah. Do you know what? A lot of people don't know. That's what we're here to do. We're here to learn, you know, mm. and teach. Do you know why I'm laughing? Yeah, because I have these conversations with Audrey all the time, and mm -hmm. and um, sometimes she wants to act like she's always right. In, in this in this instance, she's right, but um, I'm not going to bring. I'm up. usually right. I'm usually right. You're not usually right, would you? I am. I absolutely am usually right in most of our discussions. Like, you've definitely learned a lot from me being my friend, be honest. I've, not, I've literally not, not learned a thing until just now. 
whatever. I've not learned the thing. But yeah, no, Oji, on the real, thank you for doing this. Um, obviously, one third of the Receipts podcast. Um, yep, yep. How are you? I'm good, you know. I'm all right. Not bad. Not bad. Just living. Why are you like that? <laughs> oh, it froze. So did I. I, I expected I expected more from that from that answer. I said I'm doing really good. I'm living. I'm here. I'm existing. We're going into tier three tomorrow. I mean, how you feeling? Yeah. How you feeling about all of that? Um, I'm kind of over it now. I wish they I wish they just left us in lockdown before and they didn't sell us a dream because mm. now we're back in it. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like it's the back and forth that's annoying. Yeah, I like to know what I'm doing, whether I'm coming or going. So, but I'm, what can we do? Corona is here. Milena has it. Oh, Milena's got it. Mm-hmm. I've had it. It's not nice. It's not. I, yeah, I've I heard. It. I think I got it from. I could not get it from you actually. I couldn't oh, over Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. <laughs> you oh, you, you've you've just you said they just put it in lockdown tomorrow. I'm living in Derby. We've been in tier three since the beginning. Really? Oh, so you don't know any different. No, so I can understand it being hard where you've been used to having it for two weeks, going out, eating, not back to normal, but near enough normal. But we ain't had that up here in Derby. We've been really? in two It's literally like they gave us two weeks and then just said, you know what, two weeks, enjoy. And literally just shut it down again. Like it's Yeah, it's just rubbish. Like, I, I don't know. But yeah, we're going back in tomorrow, so. But to be be fair, everything's fine. It's just restaurants and bars that are closed. Oh, and I know you love a good restaurant, man. I do. That's all I do is eat out. That's like my favourite hobby. So I am gutted. I did have a girls' dinner planned tomorrow. It was like a big one, but obviously it's locked off now. What was the occasion? Just no occasion? No occasion, just getting together. Yeah. Okay. Was was, was my friend going to be there? Who? My friend. I'd, you have to be specific when you say friend with you because I don't know what you mean. <laughs> My friend. I don't want to expose your business on this here podcast. <laughs> Dubai and that. But, um, oh, no, no, no. No, she, no, she, she wasn't going to be there. Right, cool. But um, yeah, so very quickly, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about how the receipts was formed and whatever. I'm sure you're sick and tired of, of like saying that. But very quickly... How was it? <laughs> How did you get <laughs> <come> together? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, I don't mind telling the story. Um, we basically met on Twitter. Like, we didn't know each other beforehand. And um, there was a tweet circulating around saying that a girl's podcast wouldn't work, blah, blah, blah. So then um, Tolly replied and she was like, it can work. I've got the girl. I've got the name. I just need the girls. And so there was this big Twitter thread with all these girls. I was included on it. At first, I didn't really think too much of it. I just thought, oh, whatever, like, whatever. But Mm. I followed through and then we ended up all meeting up. So it went from sort of Twitter to emails and then emails to the serious people ended up meeting. And in the beginning, there was five of us. Five? And yeah, there was five of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So big up Misha. She was supposed to be a part of it. So she actually came with us that we recorded um like well, what would have been the first episode but ended up being a pilot because it was terrible she was there she recorded that but then after we recorded that she was like oh actually I want to concentrate on my music career and I don't think I want to go down this route and so we were like sweet and it's mad because she's not obviously in the in the group but she still supports us like we're still really tight with her and stuff like that which is nice so then we went on as a foursome 
and then yeah and now we're a threesome like all great girl bands one person left and now there's three of us so that's pretty much how we met so short version we met on Twitter. Well, and where, where are you all from we're all from london actually coincidentally considering it was twitter we're all from london um i'm from well i live in south london now but um i'm from essex and tolly and malena from east and north that's it. yeah what i was going to say though was that did you in your wildest like not dreams or whatever but imagination ever think that it would actually take off as it did no definitely not like the thing with me is I've always had my job and I've always done something extracurricular on the sides. Like, you know, I've done bare stuff. And so this was just going to be another thing. Like, in fact, I used to be part of another podcast before Receipts came along. I was doing another podcast with my two guy friends. It was called It Is What It Is podcast. And it was nothing, like, it was nothing major. Like, literally, probably we got 20 plays a week or something <laughs> on SoundCloud. But I really enjoyed doing it. And then that stopped because of the boys just didn't want to do it anymore. So then I was kind of like a free agent. So then when I, when I joined the receipts, it was just supposed to be another hobby. It was just supposed to be something I did on the side. There was zero expectation. So yeah, it's all, it's all still shocking, but still grateful nonetheless. Was, was there a moment like for you? Because obviously, you know, it's mad. I'm asking these questions and you know, you the, know answer. the answers. <laughs> yeah, but, but obviously for, for everyone else, was there a moment when you were like, you realise that, hold on, this is actually like, something's actually going on here. Yeah, I think when we, in the early, this was like four years ago. So I think when, maybe when we, when we dropped the first episode and the reception was really good, that was dope. But I think the first time I thought, no, this is actually a thing, was when we um, we did something with BET. Mm. And that was, yeah, so for me, that was like, that was wild that like, you know, a massive platform like that reached out to us. And we did this segment called Black Girls Rock and they have um, the award ceremony every year called Black Girls Rock. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they asked us to be part of it. And we just had to record like a little clip, like a little 30 second video or something each. Mm. And um, that was on TV and stuff. So during the ad breaks. So I think for me, that was like the, that was like the first big thing we did. And then after that, probably the live show, like when we did our first live show, and that was really like that sold out really really quickly. And I was like, that was at Sinking Shoreditch, yeah. And it was only a small like it was two fifty people, and um, the tickets sold out in a day. And we were so like shocked because we didn't know what to expect. We'd never done a live show before. So I think those two moments for me is when I was like, hmm, maybe this is actually going to be a thing. Yeah, it's and it's actually crazy because. Like a lot of people don't realize just how far podcasting can actually take you in it, and mm. like even here with 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 Brad, I'm I'm sure he's thinking tours, like on, on a podcast. Do, do you get what I'm saying? He's, he's probably mm. thinking that's flipping mad. But like you guys actually did a UK tour, yeah, on a podcast, and and, and how was that for you? That that was sick. Like we were probably do it this time last year. We probably just wrapped it up. Um, no, it was sick. It was it was mad. Like it was. Because usually when we were doing live shows, our live shows, we plan everything ourselves and yeah. we sort out all the logistics and stuff like that. Whereas this time around, it, the tour was organised by, by our management company. And so it was done through like a proper production company. So 
it was so amazing. All we had to do was like go and do the show, which normally we don't have to, like normally we're worrying about staging and lighting and managers and GMs and all sorts of things. Whereas with this time we didn't have to do any of that. It was like, everything was planned down to our train tickets. Like all we had to do was like rock up basically. Mm. And that was amazing. Like all the logistics were taken care of. And it was, I think like doing the tour, we got to like see our audience outside of London because we usually when we do live shows, they're always in London and our national fans, they'll come to London to see a show. Whereas this time we were going to them. So when we went to places like um, Glasgow and like Manchester and Liverpool and stuff like that, and we could see all the listeners there that like, can I swear on this? Yeah. Uh, and all the listeners and that, that loved the show. That was really dope. Like it was, a, it was, it was proper sick. And we sold out like every show on the tour as well. So that that was that was cool so it was like meeting meeting all the listeners from different cities um you just asked if you can swear but you didn't, oh, you didn't swear. Yeah. <laughs> i know because i was gonna say something and then i was like there isn't even a, a need but i might as well ask the question because it's inevitable because i've got really poor language yeah you know you know at the beginning when you, you just touched on there that people said oh uh, all girl podcasts wouldn't mm. work and did that drive you on at the beginning to prove people yeah definitely yeah. De- yeah 100% I think if when someone tells you you can't do something it definitely spurs you on even more Mm. so yeah yeah definitely I didn't see that tweet originally but when I heard about it after I was like no we've got to make this a thing now we've got to prove them wrong and we did thank god have you noticed just just on that great question by the way I think that's the best question you've ever asked on on our (laughs) why'd you keep on shading poor Bradley I know I need to draw him out every time <laughs> I do the podcast. I need to draw him out. But um, yeah, so on that, in regards to um, all girl podcasts, um, have you noticed that it's, it, it's a bit more, it's a bit harder, sorry, it's a bit harder navigating around that the industry and whatever as, as girls, or have you realised it actually works in your favour maybe, if that makes sense? Um, I think a bit of both. I think a bit of both. I think when we started doing the podcast, this was four years ago now, and obviously podcasts podcasts existed before us. They've been around for a while, but I don't think there was many people. uh, We didn't have many peers doing it. So um, sometimes it is a bit like awkward, like going into certain spaces because it is still like heavily dominated by older white guys. And so you've got these like three black and brown women that we're not refined we don't have any media training we don't have any experience we're just here just talking so there's been times where we've been in certain rooms and we're kind of like oh my god like what are we doing here like I remember the first time feeling like that was when we went to the I think it was like the national podcast awards or something and we were nominated for an award and like in the podcast world that is a prestigious award so we've rocked up now like all dressed up to the nines like proper went in and then everyone else was like kind of casual and we were like oh we didn't get the memo um and I remember just like feeling a bit like oh my god what are we doing here because it was all these like middle class podcasts and like news news podcasts and like just all like all kinds of things that are not similar to what we do at all but I think at the same time we came out at a time where everything is like about the woman and about women and especially black and brown women like black and brown women and diversity and all of that stuff really is a marketing ploy at the minute and we that wasn't our intention to be like oh we want to jump into this space at this precise moment but it has worked in our favor like I I wouldn't be honest if I didn't say it's worked worked out in our favor like I think obviously 
the show is successful and people love it but there is also like a thirst for black and brown women you know so it's a double-edged sword I think it works both ways like it it has been hard being women but then at the same time it has helped if that makes sense yeah no it's and on that yeah you say um black and brown women and on your podcast I do listen to it I have to say that Hmm. <laughs> oh, I sent you the screenshot though, so you so you know I'm, I'm telling the truth. No, you do listen. I know you're a secret little squirrel. <laughs> what squirrel? <laughs> but, um, so um, on that, you're obviously unapologetically black. Mm. But you also have a load of listeners who are not black. So, mm-hmm. um, is, is there a sort of a conflict for you at times because? You, you might feel a certain way about something and word it in a certain way, but you also know that that might actually cause some offence maybe, even though it probably doesn't because they mm. still you know, whatever. That. Does that ever cross your mind though with some of the things that you might say on the podcast? Mm, not really, you know, because I think part of the reason why people like the show is because we are, are, are ourselves and like we've never shied away. Like a lot of our experiences are rooted in the fact that we're black women, Tolly and I anyway, do you know what I mean? So it's just inevitable that we're going to speak from that perspective. And I feel like we do have a lot of listeners that are not black. We have a lot of non-black listeners. We have a lot of non-woman listeners and they know what they're getting when they listen to us at the end of the day. And I think that when something is just authentic, whether you can relate on that level or not, it's gonna, you're gonna gravitate towards it just because of the authenticity. So yeah, I don't think like, I've never like policed myself. I say what I wanna say. And if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. If you don't, you don't, do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, like I've, I see it as, yeah, it's a podcast and we put it out for the people, but ultimately like you're coming into my space. So I'm not gonna like police myself for you to make anyone else feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I feel like the non-black people that listen that's why they like it because they learn a lot like we get a lot of emails and stuff from people that say you know they've learned so much about things they can and they can't say or things they should and shouldn't say and you know like I said I think if you're a real one then you won't be offended by anything I say because nine times out of ten I feel like the people that listen to us are quote unquote for lack of a better word woke do you know what I mean like we don't really have like ignorant people that listen to us so you know I mean as much as it is about race and us being black women and we definitely like relish in it it's I think it's more woman than anything it's more woman-led as opposed to anything else but it just it just comes with it and the people like I said the people that listen to it and like it they get it and they understand so it's all good no I rate that who's 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 most likely out of you three um gonna say something that's gonna get you in trouble (laughs) do you know what yeah I say wild things but I think because I'm always laughing, I think sometimes it gets lost a lot. Like some of the things I say, it gets like lost in the source. Um, do you know what? We're quite smart. Like we've been doing this for a long time now, but at the same time, people are cancelable over the, the, the smallest thing. So you just never know. But I don't know. It, I, I will say me just because I do say wild things. Like last week on your receipts, um, some someone emailed in and she was like talking about whether she should have an abortion or not and she was basically saying that you know she's got a lot of guilt and she was like oh if I have the baby it will be the baby will be born on July 21st of July 2021 and I was like oh that's when our book comes out 
Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that could be like I didn't even I wasn't even trying to be <laughs> offensive. It just came out like do you know what I mean? So it's little things like that. So probably me. Oh, that, that, that's too funny. Have you been cancelled yet? Or tried? have they tried to cancel you? <laughs> cancel. Do you reckon people can actually be cancelled? Yeah, I think you can, you know. I think you actually can be cancelled. Um, they haven't... No, no, do you know what it is? No one's tried yet, but I think that... The thing with us is our listeners are real ones. Like They don't really go on Twitter and bash us, but we do get emails with people being like, oh, you know, you guys shouldn't have said this or that's not the right thing or you guys are spreading fake news and giving alternative facts and blah, blah, blah. So they tend to come to us like privately as opposed to like going on social media and blasting us and stuff like that. But I don't think I have come close to being cancelled yet. But I hope, I mean, I'm not an idiot, so I can't imagine I would say anything wild enough to cancel me. And also because we listen back sometimes like there's been times we've said things and Tolly's like actually do you know what? I'm gonna take that out in the edit because that might come across this way or but they can try and cancel me if they want at the end of the day like I'm not I'm still gonna record the podcast I'm only cancelled when Spotify say I'm cancelled yeah because obviously your 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 podcast is brought to you by damn right once once Spotify say I can't record anymore then I'm cancelled but as, until that day comes no one on Twitter can cancel me I don't care what they say yeah, to be honest, I, I asked that, but I don't think I only know one person really and truly who's really been cancelled. That comes fresh to my mind, and that's obviously the whole Wiley thing, but mm. which I don't agree with. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I don't think I don't think you you absolutely could be anyway. But you touched on your book. Mm-hmm. How did that even come about? Like I, when I saw it, I was just like, bloody hell, book! Like, what's that going to yeah. be? What's that going to be about? It's crazy. So the book is a receipts book. So it's like fully written by us. There's no ghostwriters involved. We're writing it all ourselves. And it's, yeah, it's just basically going to be about us. Like it's called Keep the Receipts. And um, it's just our life experiences, like our advice, like things we would tell our younger selves, that sort of thing. So kind of self-help, but not really. Um, Yeah, it's similar to what we do on the podcast, except for it's the written version. That's it. But it's going to be good. Like, we're digging deep. And the deal came about because, yeah, I mean, Headliner, who were producing it, shout out to them. They approached us and they were just like, oh, you know, we think that you guys would be great authors. And um, and they, they, they really get us. Because, like, every time we're in meetings for anything, we have to, it has to make sense. And Headliner, we're the best people for it. And so now we're working with them and it's, it's dope. Like, we're re- I'm really excited. We're in the middle of writing it now and it's hard, but I think it's going to be worth it in the end. What's the hardest bit about, what's the hardest part of writing this book that you, is it just trying to remember stuff? Or? Yeah, like sitting down and actually doing it. Because I haven't written anything in so long. The last time I wrote this much was probably my dissertation at uni, which was <clears throat> a long time ago. So actually sitting down and finding the time to like, write all those words and having a word count and having a deadline and stuff like that is quite hard but also just like thinking of things to say because we're, we're trying to not repeat ourselves things we've shared on the podcast like we want it to be brand new content so um yeah so that just means that you kind of have to just dig a little bit deeper but that's probably the hardest thing it's like being not shallow for a day like really digging deep yeah and it's 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 a weird one because you obviously have quite a few um like younger followers mm. younger supporters and everything so what would you actually say to 
like younger people trying to navigate their or younger women let's say trying to navigate their way through life and you know who, and they might be struggling with 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 life or whatnot like what's your best piece of advice you can maybe give them um I always say like I wish I spent more time in my early 20s like actually figuring out what I wanted to do with my career I mean I guess everything works out the way it's supposed to in the end but I really wish I just like honed in on my career because I feel like I spent way too much time in my 20s chasing guys and I always say that like I was always chasing boys all over town like that was like my favorite thing to do if I wasn't chasing this boyfriend I was chasing that one and just really making men the center of my life in my early 20s was all I knew and that's all I did so if I put as, like half as much energy into my career at that time that I did because I really wanted to be a writer like that's what I wanted to do I wanted to be a journalist after I finished at uni I did a journalism course and that was the goal but I feel like I didn't really try hard enough to get into the industry and so that's what I always say. I always say to young girls, like, don't focus so much on like marriage and like trying to find someone to settle down with. Like, concentrate on you and like enjoying your life, enjoying your 20s, because it goes so quick. Honestly, I mean, I'm 34 now, but I remember my 20s like it was yesterday and it just went so, so quick. Mm -hmm. And so I always say that to them all the time, like travel, experience life, do what you want to do, like stack your money, concentrate on your career, figure out what your goals are and just really try and like plan life like and enjoy it and just just try to decenter men because I feel like I centered men so much and all I wanted to do was I proper thought I was going to be like married at 25 and all of this and all of this shit and I spent too much energy doing that as opposed to doing things that are actually productive in life so that's that's what I say to them and that's what I will always say yeah do you I'm going to ask we're going to bring you in as well with this but like how do you guys cope with being like role models? Um, I, who, who, me? Both Bradley. of you, whoever wants to go first. Bradley, you can go. I'm not a role model. I, I said to you, I always say this before. Yeah. I'm not a role model. I don't see myself as a role model. At the end of the day, I play football, yeah. But to me, I'm just a normal person. I know I've got, they say, a role to play, but... You know, as obviously being professional and around the, the the people that I'm around when I'm in football, and I know I've got a role to play when I'm out of football. But to me, I come I come home from football and I'm just a normal person. And I think that's the only way you can be because if you think you're going places and you think, oh, yeah, I've got to be this role model and always got to do this, always got to do that, you're not going to be yourself. And I just think I'm I'm myself. So I said people might not like you, people will like you, but I think me being myself, I found out that a lot a lot more people do like me for just being me and being real. Great answer. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, all you can do is be yourself because I think that if you get fixated on living your life because others are looking up to you, you're ultimately not really living your life. Mm. And I think that if you're someone that's like, you've got your head on your shoulders and you've got good morals, people should will gravitate to you regardless of whether you go around saying I'm a role model. I don't really, I don't see myself as a role model, but obviously I know that, obviously I know that what I do, I'm visible. So therefore young girls, and I know young girls do look up to me because they tell me every day, do you know what I mean? And that's amazing. But all like, like kind of like what Bradley was saying, all you can do is just live the, live your best life. And if people gravitate towards you, they, they gravitate towards you. But you know, I've never really like thought of it like that. But I, I mean, I do try to 
I do try to be positive and stuff like that just because I think that it's important but I would do that anyway I would do that regardless of whether I was visible or not you know but there is a responsibility that comes with it I think that once you're in the public eye and that's why like sometimes I am a bit more careful with things I say because like sometimes people do take things literally like when people send in dilemmas they'll be like oh you know you guys said this and I'm like oh damn it like damn like I actually said that and someone went and did it they were like because on episode this you you guys said this I went and done that and I was like, oh, like shit. That was actually that was actually me talking about an L. Like, why did you why did you go copy me? Kind of thing. So yeah, I think, yeah, I just think you just have to find a nice balance of like living your life, but just be, just remembering that there's eyes on you. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever had moments where you thought, forget this, I can't be bothered doing it? Like, like you just said, you're in the public eye, you get emails, you get Twitter, like me, I'll put up a poster. I'll put a post, I'll put up a post on my Instagram or something, I'll just get some you you know you get one or two of the abusive yeah. trolls you call them has yeah. there ever been a time where you thought forget this this ain't for me no I'm no I haven't not yet I'm not there yet like the the girls always say like oh you love it like you love it you love it blah 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 and I do like I'm not gonna lie like I'm really really appreciative like I'm really grateful to be honest like I don't really have that many like trolls and stuff like that Obviously, every now and then it's like the odd person in my DM or whatever, but I don't really pay those people attention. Like, I don't really pay any mind. But the only time I feel that way sometimes is on the way to recording. That's it. But once I'm in the studio or once I'm like set up or whatever, I'm like, oh, that was fun. Like, I loved it. It's like kind of therapeutic. But outside of that, no, not really. I'm not I'm not there yet. Like, I'm still really loving it. Like, I still really enjoy it. And yeah, I, like I said, I mean the negative people I try not to pay that too much mind I just think they're losers so yeah I hear that um so with you being like this normal person and you know in your everyday life and you've got all these eyes on you and blah 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 what keeps you sane do you know what I'm saying like because obviously we talk about mental health a lot in this podcast and you know mental health is actually important and you know we we actually have to look after it so what keeps your mental state going and keeps you sane with everything that goes on? Because sometimes, like you said, you might have days where, or well, not, not you, but like Brad, he might have days where he just doesn't want to do it. So what keeps you going? Mm. Um, I think just like, I think the fact that I still, I really genuinely enjoy it because ultimately I just get to go to the studio and chat with my friends, ultimately, like, but I mean, it is definitely work and it is hard. And I think what keeps me like sane or what keeps me like grounded, I think what keeps me grounded is the fact that I've still got my nine to five. I think that definitely keeps me grounded. And because of what I do, I'm a PA. So by virtue of being a PA, I'm going to be humbled because there's always someone asking me to do something and blah, blah, blah. Um, so that keeps me grounded. But keep what keeps me sane is just like, yeah just trying to just just trying to just do normal things like I, I like I really don't um like let all of this like get to me like I've still got my same friends I don't have like industry friends and stuff like that I'm around the same people you know I I don't separate myself in any way shape or form like on Twitter I will follow anyone I don't care like if I think you're funny or we interact a lot I will follow you like I'm not one of those people that's going to like go unfollow all the 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 regular people that I followed before and 
do all of that shit. Like I'm just normal. Like I still want to be in the mix of normal things. Do you know what I mean? And I think like that keeps me sane. Just like being, yeah, just just being grounded and just doing the things that I was doing beforehand. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not like oh now that I'm more visible or now that I'm part of like a successful podcast, I can't do this or I can't do that. I do what I want to do. I go where I want to go. I speak to who I want to speak to. Do you know what I mean? I still like go out to the same clubs and the same, well, when we could go to the clubs, like I still go to the same events and the same raves that I went to before. And I like that. Like I I just want to be a normal person that does a podcast. Like I'm not trying to be anything else. So all of those things, I just feel like keep, keep, keep me sane. Just like normality keeps me sane, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I I get I hear that and and fair play to you. You're not like Brad. Brad only followed me on Twitter today. <laughs> Is that true? That's true. No, because I'm I'm just new to Twitter, so I've been on it a while, but I'm never really. You know the stats as well, so I don't know why you're trying. I don't, to... I don't know anything. About that. I, I, don't... I, I I got control of my Twitter about a month ago. Oh really? My agent and my my agent's PA used to run it for me because years ago, and then again going back to. What I said before, when someone says a negative comment to me years ago, when I was at Norwich, someone said something to me after a game or something. I, used to, I posted something and I said something back, mm. and I got in trouble for it. And I got fined mm. for it by the club. Oh and damn! Then, they find you for uh, tweeting. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait. Hey, how much was the fine? Yeah, that's a it was good a question. Lot. Ten thousand pound. I got. How much? Ten thousand. Ten thousand for a tweet. Oh, yeah. I'll be pissed. Yeah, If that was me getting that ten thousand pound fine, I'd still be paying that back today. Same word. So that's why, that's what, so that's why I come off with it because, as you said there, like your industry, your podcast, you can be you, you you can be real. Yeah. But with with my industry and a lot of people say a lot of footballers say when we do interviews and stuff like like that's you know, when people go on podcasts. They have to ask a club, can they do it? You have to ask people if you can do this, if you can do that. It's like we're controlling. We can't really say what we want to say. Mm. But now I'm getting, like, I'm old enough now and I'm coming to, not my end of the career, but I feel I, I want to say what I want now. Like, you know, when you do an interview, you've got to say all the right stuff and you can't really mm. be you. Because you say something wrong and then the next day a headline come out in the paper, he said this, he said that. I've had it before where some in, some report asked me about my old club and I said oh yeah I'd love to go back there but I've got three years here um, so you after these three years I could go back but he didn't say that he didn't say mm. three years here after these three years I'd love to go back he just said I'd love to go back yeah so, okay yeah they twisted your words and, yeah twist the words and then you get in trouble for it so after that um day back years ago in Norwich I thought I'm coming off Twitter you can't really say what you want people can say whatever they want to you and you say one thing back and you're getting in mm. trouble and I didn't really like it but now I've only got my Instagram about a month ago and I'm still getting used to it so when he said I just followed him I literally did just follow him about <laughs> I, I went into my notifications about an hour ago <laughs> I saw I saw Bradley Johnson followed you I said what <laughs> I said this is this is chaos total anarchy but yeah um your jokes right mm-hmm. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, your jokes aren't funny, are they? My jokes are hilarious. Uh, what, have you actually have you actually got jokes? Like, you're gonna say, tell us a joke, or is he just being? Oh, don't, don't 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 don't. Yeah, I've got jokes. Got jokes. I want to hear some. Did you? Um. Okay. This isn't a joke, but um. Okay. First of all, my jokes are hilarious. For one, 
And I don't know why I get such a bad rap for my jokes because they're actually really, really funny. But um, do you know how much a chimney costs? No. Nothing, it's on the house. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm laughing at the most is that you're laughing so much at your own jokes. I'm sorry, but that joke is funny. Come on, that's a funny joke. Yeah, it's, it's good, but it's it's more funny that you're laughing so much at it. That's it's what makes so me laugh. Funny, like that joke is hilarious. That's funny, but yeah, I tell jokes in my spare time, and you know, they're funny. So, um, that means. <laughs> A joke you said the other day, yeah. Mm. You, know, you know, you know when all that stuff was going on with the um, the kettle or something like that. Oh yeah, that was how. I'm sorry, that was sick. So, so it was that. Oh, do you think in a parallel universe, kettles are arguing about us? About, uh, some uh, about us, and then you said, and then I said, no, they've re- no, I doubt it. They've reached boiling point. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> No one could have foreseen that anyone was going to argue about kettle. So for me to come up with that tells you the quality of my jokes and how good I am at dad jokes. Oh, no, they're absolutely, absolutely terrible. But um, yeah, how good is Clubhouse though? Clubhouse is lit. I'm addicted to it. That's why I got a bag under my eyes. I've been on there till 4am every day. Last night I was on there till 3am. What, Clubhouse? Mm -hmm. What's this? What's Clubhouse? Is it that? What's Clubhouse? It's an app where people can basically talk and like you have rooms and then you can start a different conversation. So if you guys wanted to go on there and start a conversation about football and then people come into the rooms and people can talk. So it's all audio. So you can only pe- hear people's voices, but there's all kinds of things going on in there and it's really messy, but I love it. I'm completely addicted. Yeah. So it's, it's so funny because if I open up my clubhouse now, I'll see like all of these rooms, like, um, how to get into the sports industry, how to get into music industry, whatever. But if Audrey is on it, I can see what room she's in, isn't it? And Audrey's always in the room with the debates going on and whatever. And, and she's just, I just, I just literally just follow her around. But then sometimes, my bag. You know, sometimes the rooms are just, I just have to stare at them. Yeah, some of them are messy, but I love it. I love the messy rooms. They're the best ones. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do love Clubhouse. I'm not, I'm not even allowed to see this. It's so fun. And the thing is, it takes nothing out of your day because I'll still be doing my stuff. I'll be working, doing whatever. It's just all in the background. Mm-hmm. Right, you should, you should jump on. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Yeah, you should, you should jump on and then just get a bunch. Oh, how sick would that be? We should do a Hope podcast room. That'd be sick. What? Hope podcast. Our own room. On, um, uh, you should. And then bare people just come in. Just tell Audrey to come in and all our followers will, will come in as well. I'm not going to lie. When I go into a room, bloody hell. Like, oh, as, soon as, I go, as soon as I go into a room, it just fills up. Oh, what? When you go on, people follow you in there? Yeah, people can see what room I'm in, then they'll come in. And the thing is, I wouldn't really be that narcissistic and say it's me. But the other day, I was honestly, I was in a room. There was 10 people in there. And I only went in there because it was one particular girl hosting it. And the room went from 10 people to like 50 people in like two seconds. Wait, it's not the room I'm thinking of, is it? Mm, it might have been. And, and you were, and you said you you made that that chat um that chat lit or something. No, no, I don't think it was that one. Oh no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that one. This was this is more recent than that. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it wasn't that one. But yeah, no, Audrey, 
Listen, I told you I wasn't going to take too much of your time. So um, thank you very much for doing this. Pleasure. Uh, Thanks for having me. Literally been chasing you for three months. I'm not, I'm not been chasing you for three months, but get me. Um, more like a month. Yeah, more- when does this come out? When does this come out? Next week. Okay, cool. Next week. And um, of course, you're going to share it. And, um, of course I am. And, no, no, I'm putting you on the spot, so you have to do it. So No, no, I'm going to share it. I'm on it. I have to share it. I don't need to put you on the spot. You're, you're, you're normally good with that sort of stuff. So, um, but yeah, no, thank you very much. All the best with the book. All the best with, you know, receipt podcast in general. Thank you, guys. When, when's the book out? When you say it's out? The book? the book is out on the 21st of July, 2021. But it is available to pre-order on Amazon. So go pre-order it because that will help us get a bestseller. So. Okay. You know what? I'm going to buy one. Yeah. I'm going to buy two. One, one for, for me to read. And then I'm, I'm going to give away one on the on Hope Podcast. As long, as long as you lot sign it. Oh, that's, that's not a problem. I can get it signed. I think I know Tolly and Melena well enough to get it signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah, Tolly. I, you need to meet Tolly. We need to get Tolly on it. Like me and her are like this. Do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, the look on my face says otherwise. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, thank you very much for this, um, Audrey. And um, thanks for having me. You're the best. You know, you can now go and um, wind down. You know, I'm gonna go and take off my wig. And I'm gonna go and um, have a glass of wine and get in get into Clubhouse. That's what I'm doing for the rest of the night. That's looking at me like, did he just say that? Look, he's so outraged. he did. He's so rude. Look at him exposing rude. me on on the podcast. He is rude. You are rude. Behind you. But um, no, 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 Audrey. Thank you very much. And um, until next time. Thank you, guys. Bye, Bradley. Oh wait, look, wait. Oh, um, is it just Bradley? That's it, or what? Well, I'm gonna probably speak to you later, innit? Uh, it's not goodbye. See you later. Oh, whatever. Yeah. See you later. Sign Ara. Uh, Bye. Bit.